Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copway Podcast. It's Mick and it's Christian once again, but we've got a very special guest on the show today. It's, ne- it's the Anfield Raps, Neil Atkinson. Neil, how's it going? Oh, very well indeed. How about you all? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, it's nice to uh, nice to the final have you on for uh, your Copway Podcast debut. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but it's nice to nice to have you on and, and probably the best topic that we can we be discussing really the. Um, the new Jürgen documentary, which is a five-part docu-series, which the, the Anfield Rap have recently just released yesterday. Uh, episode one's called The Challenge. Um, it's now live on the Anfield Rap, and the following four will be live on the Anfield Rap's um, subscription subscription services. Um, tell us, just Neil, how, how the idea came about, basically. I mean, it's it's a ridiculously mundane workplace thing. And then about a year ago, I started to say, my God, we could do without something for during the World Cup. How do we get something for during the World Cup? The World Cup looms large on the horizon. This was 12 months hence. There will be nothing Liverpool-based to talk about. And transfers will be a bit weird because it's not like a transfer window's open and people's brains will be in a different place. So how do we, what do we do in that period? So... A few ideas sort of came and were kicked around, but the one that we decided to run with was was this one from Fuad, which was a thematic look at Klopp's career, uh, going all the way back to sort of setting the scene. A little bit inspired by something we'd done before around Melwood, like what's it like to get a sense of place, so a sense of place of Glatton, a sense of place of Frankfurt, a sense of place of Mainz and of Dortmund, and then obviously Liverpool, where we know the sense of place. But what does all that feel like, plus them dropping in Jurgen Klopp and, and telling those stories as it goes all the way through. So <clears throat> from about sort of, you know, I think before the summer, really, we had a sense that this was what we were going to do. Uh, and that's that. You know, it, it was we began to sort of film bits and pieces over the course of the summer. Uh, had a big plan. Lots and lots of contacts were made. And, and we've ended up doing over 35 interviews. We might still do another couple uh, before episodes four and five, you know, as it's the Anfield rap, but also because Liverpool have played a game every three or four days. Episode two, as I sit here, which is due out next Monday, isn't finished. So it's still getting cut together. Um, so it should be finished. It'll hopefully be finished by by tomorrow or Friday because it needs to go and get graded. Uh, but it, it will be, you know, close to the close to the finish line. Uh, and then episode three, you know, if episode two isn't finished, episode three is even further away. And that's out the week after. But we've got the material. They've gone through everything. 
Jordan's done the edits, Fuad's looking after that, and it's just been ongoing, and that's that, that's how we've ended up ended up here. And the first episode's great, I love it to pieces. I think it's really quite bold and structured in a way where Klopp's not even mentioned for the first ten minutes because we want to set up these senses of place and give it a real feeling. And then from there, as I say, episode two is called the Blueprint, and it's about how he first imposes himself in each of these challenges that he's got in Mainz, Dortmund, and Liverpool, um, and all of that will will sort of come together and, and hopefully tell. The story of, of Jürgen in a way that isn't just he grew up here, he did all these things, he then went and played some football in Frankfurt, he then knocked around Mainz, he then managed, you know, the idea of saying these are the interesting themes that keep coming back over and over again through his tenures, that's what we've wanted to do and we're delighted to have done it. Yeah, and like you said, it's the, it's the perfect time really with the with the World Cup being on. Obviously no one can be asked watching footy or whatever, so it's nice to have some Liverpool stuff and obviously Jürgen Klopp stuff as well. Um, just in terms of like other stuff that the Anfield Raps done, would you say it's the biggest you've had to undertake? Oh. As a... <clears throat> well, by some distance, yeah. I mean, there's no, you know, we've never we've never tried to do anything like this really. We, we've done interesting features and you know we've done some interesting stuff in a in a, in a corporate capacity as well. So, you know, some stuff that's that's quite ambitious there, but it's by some distance, you know, the biggest thing that we've we, we've ever really attempted. And that almost became part of the point of it. You know, it was it's it's a funny thing, really. We try to sort of minimise length of time around decisions. If if something feels right, you know, I, I like to try and go with it. And then suddenly Fuad is pulling together a bit of a masterpiece. You know, he's pulling together, a, he, he's being ambitious. And, he, you know, we, I want to create the space uh, in the Anfield Raff for people to be ambitious. And suddenly Fuad's, you know, going to Germany uh, four times with different camera people. Um, suddenly, you know, I need to go and find a translator uh, to come and translate the stuff so it can be subtitled. Um, suddenly, there's all these things that it throws up, but you just sort of follow the path through to the end. So I was, you know, I always felt it was it was the most ambitious thing we've ever done. But the fact that it's become the most ambitious thing we've ever done by some margin is is testament to Fuad, really, and testament also to the, the commitment to the rest of the team and the fact that, you know, we've been able to do all of that whilst keep what we normally do. Uh, Jordan Liverpool playing every three or four games a week going is is really important as well and that's I wrote something yesterday or the day before saying that everyone's worked hard on this and even when people haven't been working on this they've been working hard on this if you see what I mean because you know Jordan's been doing stuff for us on our video product for for years now but for the last sort of three two three months he's been editing this you know since September Jordan has been editing this pretty much uh, that's what he's been doing. That's what he's been focusing on. So obviously different people have got to take up the slack around that. Fuad's been taken out of a lot of our day-to-day operation, both during the shoot and then during this bit. So people have got to take up the slack. And so everyone's worked, you know, everyone's worked harder. So it, it is a real team effort. And even then, you know, in, in terms of who's shot which bit, who's filmed which bit, who's lit which bit, who's been part of the, the pre-production on which bit, everyone's mucked in. Um, so, you know, across the board, really, everyone's everyone's played a massive part and, can be prouder of it uh, or them. And it is it is the most ambitious thing we've ever done. And I hope that comes through. And it also looks fabulous. It's an unbelievably professional. And I think within all of that, you know, there's, I think it's good enough to be on any platform, any platform you care to mention. Uh, the first episode, that's the only one you've got to see so far. What I've seen of the second and what I know that is coming, what I know is being shot. I think it could be on any platform, uh, not just fan media stuff, any platform. But if it was on any other platform, then Fuad Hassan wouldn't have been allowed to, at the age of 24 to direct it, and John Singleton wouldn't have been allowed yeah. to edit it, and we would it wouldn't have been it had been a tightly controlled thing where all the way through every every last thing was was asked about a hundred times, and 
And instead, you know, as I say, it, it, it managed part of why it's got a real vibrancy and an organic sort of love within it is because people just got to go and really show their skills. And that's another thing that the Anfield Raps here for. It's great to be able to showcase, showcase Fuad, showcase Jordan and showcase the rest of the team on a regular basis. Yeah, and like you said, the love and the um, yeah, the the amount of like how good it looks, um, for for want of a better phrase, is it comes through. I think, and and do you think the obviously the partnership with like Erdinger and stuff that that must have helped like escalate it to a different level as well. Yes, I mean it has, but they came on really really late, um, and that was what I didn't want. And and it's not to say that Erdinger would have done this. I hasten to add, but. If when you begin to speak to partners, whenever we've done any partnership work, and we've done some really good partnership work, but I don't want to seem ungrateful or anything like that. I certainly don't want to seem ungrateful to Erdinger either, whose support in the last you know three or uh, two or three weeks has been absolutely brilliant, and, and obviously the financial support because they have given us some money around this is is important uh, to the Anfield wrap and its ongoing sort of ability to function. But there is why we didn't have a partner for a long time on this was. I just wanted to get it shot in our way and in our terms. And Erdinger have, have, have shown an unbelievable amount of grace in terms of coming on board as late as they have, because what there hasn't been, I mean, you know, it was a really good example. Um, in the opening shot of the documentary, uh, the the first contributor uh, is, is Damien, and Damien is most definitely not drinking Erdinger. And it's testament yeah. to the fact that Erdinger are pretty cool. They're like, yeah, but other drinks exist. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do? Like, everyone drinks Erdinger in every pub they're ever in, every time they ever have a drink. And it would be really easy, you know. And, and if you did have a partner who wanted to go in a different direction and behave in a different way and not really get into the spirit of the whole thing, that partner might go, Well, you can't put that shot in. You can't do that. You can't have that in there. You can't do that. And you didn't give us notice on this. You haven't asked for notes on that. I don't like There's a recent spate of documentaries as well, just to sort of extend the point that when that, some of them, some of which are really good work. And then you get to the end of the first episode and you'll realise it's exec produced by the subject of the documentary. And I always feel a bit a bit cheated, to be honest with you, because, and it's not to say for a second, not to cast aspersions on anyone else's work, that's what I'm here for, but I always feel a bit like, like you, to tell a story, I, I want you to be unofficial. What's wonderful about Jürgen and what's testament to Jürgen is all these people who've contributed to our documentary, our, our sort of fan-led documentary have done it because they think Jürgen's great. And none of those people, you know, we're not we're not official and we're not sort of corporately produced in the first place. We've ended up with the brilliant partner who we love to pieces. And by the way, drink Erdinger, everyone. But the, we're not <laughs> we're not, um, you know, Erdinger, we're not part of getting us into at this stage, getting us interviews in Germany. Now, it might be if we do some more stuff for the fourth and fifth episode, they may well help us out with a couple of interviews, possibly or something like that. We, I'd love to screen it in Germany with some of the people who've contributed from Germany being present. And hopefully Erdinger will, will do that. We'll find out if we can do that. And we'll we'll be checking the feasibility on all of that because it'd be a brilliant thing to do. Similarly, you know, all these people who love this man and respect this man have come to be part of this, not because a management company's asked them for a favour. They've done it because they want to do it. They have had no reason to give Fuad Hassan their time, and they all have. And they've all spoken the way in which they've spoken about this about this man and the impact he has on both geographical locations and football clubs. And that matters. You know, and for me, I'm I'm really pleased in that regard. You know, there's no... We are absolutely unofficial, and I'm pleased about that because that's testament to the brilliance of Jurgen Klopp, and that's that. That to me is the most important thing. That's what the whole thing is about. You know, it's it's a labour of love to provide something for our our subscribers and for our long-time supporters and for our viewers and for our our audience on the one hand, but it's also there to sort of say there's this person who's done these brilliant things, mostly by 
general ongoing commitment to being sound and being thoughtful. And that's how he's done this. And togetherness and believing in the power of people. That's what he's been about. And that's what this thing's about. And that's who he is. And that's the story we're telling. So to have so many people come and be part of it, it just adds something. But for those people to be part of it, not because someone's asked for a favour in terms of being, you know, as I say, someone connected or anything like that, but because they genuinely feel that energy. They're the people you want to collaborate with because they're your people. And that's what's been brilliant. Yeah, I think that's what, that's part of the brilliance as well as well though neil because like the people that you've managed to get on board especially in the first episode the people that have got very unique insights into the man and it's those little connections like his his mates from like his, his hometown that he used to play footy with and they used to hammer goals together with wood and whatever like just little bits like that you get to, you get to know the the fella that is jürgen klopp and that's who we that's who we love at, yeah at the no, I think I think like you know, uh, for instance, Michael Gabriel is is, is ex teammate at, at Eintracht and and the guy who in the end, uh, as I said, the, a sneak preview at the start of episode two, is the first person to ask Jurgen to do some coaching with him, and and that 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 comes at the start of episode two, and you know to get that those sorts of people, and what you also realise is the extent to which what I love about the the, the German contributions to the the documentary, and especially the ones from from uh, Clatten. Frankfurt and, and and quite early days at Mainz. What I really like is how much these people actually remind you of Jurgen. And what I mean by that, it's it's like he's, you know, it's not it's not that I like them because it makes me think they he's influenced them. They've clearly influenced him. And I think that that's you know it, and, and you, that, that that direction being in there, they really like him. But like they they have a similar sense of humour. There's a couple of jokes in there. There's a couple of little expressions in there. Even at times the the sort of the, the way in which they frame the sentences in English, it, it just reminds you of Jürgen. And 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 what that you know, what I love and what I think Jürgen is and what I think everyone is really. But 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 I think there's a certain type of person who I really love who's a product of places that they've come from. You know, Jürgen is a product of the, the places he's come from and the people he's met along the way. Yes, he has some innate, unbelievable quality about him, but he he is he's got these lived experiences that he's shared in dressing rooms, on coaching fields, behind the scenes with all these people. And you you get to see just in little snippets, not just that they've got a funny story about him, but they've got a certain mannerism. But there's every chance they had that mannerism before Jürgen did. And I think that, that all of that's, you know, that, that that's what we are as humans. We, we are the product of all of this. And again, the fact that those people, you know, love them to pieces, want to give the time up, want to share this about them, share that about them, are themselves, but then remind you of the man himself. I think it just it just adds to the the idea of firstly him, but also the the, the nature of the storytelling. Yeah, I I watched it last night, Neil, and I thought it was brilliant. Uh, and you mentioned about the people who knows Jurgen Klopp, obviously from when he was young, and you know played with him and has worked with him and everything. And I think the emotional parts have you 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 got that perfectly because that's what gets me like in a documentary in this way is actually to be emotional and I think that was is everything about Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool as a football club as well and the people in Liverpool so for me when I watched it I felt like oh I just want to know more about all the people actually talked about Jurgen I want to know more about Jurgen as well and his life so it's a brilliant job and I'm really looking forward to the next episodes that is coming and I think like you said before like these people hasn't just jumped on because they they asked to do it in a, you know, corporate way. It's more actually about uh, they want to talk about Jurgen because Jurgen is a sound lad, you know, a sound guy, and we just love him. And I think that also spread straight over to the way that he fits into Liverpool uh, and the people of Liverpool as well. So he's the perfect fit. And obviously, I just 
think it's the best way of actually try to uh, get to know Jürgen even more because he's more of a uh, guy that you would actually like to hang out with, have a pint with, go out and have a laugh with. And he's your, he's the best manager and for your football club that you love. But you could love like Rafa Benitez <laughs> for, for you know, being successful winning the Champions League. But he seemed to be like a boring fucker, to be honest. You didn't want to go out <laughs> to have a pint with him. But with Jürgen, it's like, yes, hell yes, I want to go out with you. So I think it's uh, I think it's brilliant. And I'm really looking forward to the next episodes. I mean, that, that's really kind. And thank you. And I'll pass that back to, to everyone. But also, I think I think that that's a, a, sig- a significant part of Jürgen and this whole thing and, and, and the reasons to do it in the first place is to embrace the emotion. I think that's that's part of what, what Jürgen is about. And I think it's interesting that, again, you meet these characters along the way and some of them have been met in episode one and they will return as it wears on. And they sort of all want to embrace the emotion as well. And then they realise that Jürgen adds to the emotion that Jürgen, you know, that as he's as he as he as he lets loose and works out sort of the manager he wants to be. But whether it's at Mainz Dortmund or for that matter at Liverpool, and that's I think the other really interesting thing about Jürgen and why I'm pleased we've done this now is because it, you know it was seven years at Mainz, seven years at Dortmund, and it's been seven years at Liverpool, and 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 there's more to come, and we, and we hope it is substantially more to come. But there's more to come. But I think he's you know he's obviously himself grown and changed through that period. And I think he's still changing now. And I don't think it's, you know, it's it's not necessarily the the idea that he's going to become, you know, he's going to become a boring fucker because I don't think he is. <laughs> but I think he's changing that sort of, that, that, that sense of himself. But I think what he's always wanted to do is to encourage people to embrace the emotion of football. That And I think that's one of his big, like this, you will enjoy this. If you're on board, you whoever the you is, whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whether it's a corporate sponsor, whether it's the fans, if you enjoy football and you embrace this, you will enjoy it. You will. There's, it's non-negotiable. You will. That's that that that's the nature of who we are. But you've got to embrace. And if you don't embrace, then it's absolutely fine. We go our separate ways and we get on. And we've seen players leave Liverpool where you feel as though quite early on, you know, 2016, he's absolutely ruthless with a number of players. And you feel as though he didn't feel as though they were sufficiently embraced in everything. This idea that he is quite happy to let certain footballers leave at times, even on a free. Maybe if he doesn't feel as though that it's right now or anything like that, you know, I think he wants everyone all in. And I think as long as you're there, present and you're with him and you're all in, whoever that is. And as I say, you know, we, we know when he first arrives at Liverpool, there's the the game where we go 2-2 against West Brom after there's been other games where people have walked out and he takes everyone to the cop and it's like he builds this covenant in that moment and says, you know, we're in this together. They'll give everything if you give everything and says to the players, they'll give everything if you give everything. That's the way this works. That's the only way that we're either all in or we're not because what's the point if we're not? And I think that that's sort of, you get to, we begin to lay the groundwork of that within episode one, that that's, that's who he wants to be. And for me, you know, without sort of placing Jürgen on a ridiculous pedestal, because he firstly, he wouldn't want that. But secondly, you know, for me, almost there's lots of bits of Jürgen that's the magic of him, and some of it gets missed, because I think he's a much smarter guy than, than, than at times the, the idea that he's just all about hugs suggests. But for me, the main thing that he that he brings is the principle of, if we're doing this, we're all in. And that's the only way it works. We're all all in and we're all together. If we're going to try and do this, that's the way this works. No, no, no shadow of that. That's that's it. End of the matter. And I think bringing that to people's lives and showing that as a good thing and being unashamed with it, not not trying to be too cool for school, not sort of trying to, you know, at what point does Jürgen ever really, you know, couch his terms or anything like that? No, we're all in. We're all in together. That's the way it works. That's the way we'll win. But it's also the way we'll have the best time. And that's what we wanted to, you know, put over in this. And and I think that comes through in episode one as people talk about him. But I think it'll continue to come through that that's that's the guy he is. 
on top of all the other qualities, he is the person who wants to get everyone fully involved and fully motivated. Yeah, and I think also that's something that, you know, why he's been successful in Mainz, in Dortmund and in Liverpool, because, you know, yeah. the way he did the, the journeys he's done, uh, he comes from places that is, I can relate to like what I've seen now in the documentary, like Mainz, Dortmund, obviously I, I know more about Dortmund than Mainz, but you can, you, you get the sense and feeling that it's kind of the same feeling as in Liverpool. So he kind of knows his places already. He knows where he fits in. He's that kind of a person with his beliefs. And like you just mentioned now, if we're all in uh, for it, it will work out really good or really well and we will be successful. And I think that's what he brought to Mainz. He brought that yeah. to Dortmund and he brought that to Liverpool. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's a major part of this. And that's why, as I say, the, the, you could do this. So you go part one, Glatton, part two, Frankfurt, part three, yeah. Mainz, part three, Dortmund, part three, Liverpool, part five, Liverpool. That's what we didn't want to do. What we want to say is there's these things that keep happening and this is not an accident. This is not an accident. And also it's learned. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it like uh, Damien, like you mentioned before, Neil, like he sets the tone perfectly in, in the opening where he says you've got to be the best manager in the most competitive league possible, but the the extra bit in Liverpool, you've got to be a man of the people. And I just thought that was such like to, to place that at the beginning, I thought was genius because it's like we all know that that's the case with Jurgen Klopp, and the way it's interwoven, like you said, with the other clubs and those recurring themes keep happening. Um, another quote I found fascinating is, I'm probably going to butcher his name, is Uli Hesse. Yeah. He's one of the journalists from Dortmund. Um, and the quote that he, he mentioned about like um, Dortmund are doing it in the, uh, doing it in the Bayern way and they want to do it in the Dortmund way, like referencing like Dortmund's 90, uh, titles in 95 and 96 and winning the Champions League in 97. Um, and obviously these similar conversations we're having now, like we're talking about Man City having loads of wealth, Liverpool are trying to compete in a in a world where we can't um and i think that kind of all these things kind of set him on the right path um in all facets of life not even just personally like on a football level um all types of levels that because Klopp, like we said with Klopp, fully immerses himself in a club and in a and in a embeds himself into a city and i think that experience he had before in the clubs we've just mentioned gave him the, the perfect foundation to come to liverpool i think no absolutely and i think that that's that's again back to I think he wants, you know, within that, we can talk about the 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 sort of the resource question, but I think he just wants total commitment, yeah. and where that ends up. And I think that's why, you know, at, at the minute <clears throat> everyone's talking about um, Bellingham, and if we're all clear about this, if Bellingham ends up at Liverpool, it's very much because Bellingham has chosen to end up at Liverpool. He could probably literally pick his club, and there'd be a way for someone to pull the deal together because of the unbelievable talent that he's got and, and how exciting a prospect he is. But if he ends up at Liverpool, it's because Bellingham's all in. It's because Bellingham wants this. And that will be the thing that most excites the manager. Now, the manager might have had to explain things to him at some point, possibly, to go through his plans and all that sort of stuff. That might have happened. But that's fine. It's fine to explain yourself. You know, you've got to explain yourself. If you want to lead people, you've got to explain why you should lead them and what you can offer them. And that's that's where he is. And I think that that is, you know, when, when you're thinking about these these things, they're the, you know, the underlying principles is that, you know, we'll, I'll be fully committed to you. You'll be fully committed to me. And between all of us, We'll all be fully committed to each other, and then we'll end up, we'll end up where we end up. Now, I, I don't know for a fact. I've got no idea. I, I feel as though it, it seems at the minute like there's a lot of momentum towards Bellingham signing for Liverpool. But he's just one example, and I think every single year, you know, when when Klopp looks at his squad, come the end of a season and before the beginning of the next one, one of the things he wants to know are all these guys all in for me in that way. No matter where the level is, and no matter what the resource question is, are all these all in? And if they are, then I think that's you know. That's then when he rocks on. Now, there's a flip side to that, which is that sometimes 
people could be all in for you, but for one reason or another, injuries, form, uh, agent, general, ge- general level, it might not work. And that's where you've got to take the rough with the smooth in a way. You know, if you want the, the, the person who's that sort of communicator, who's that sort of committed, that type of person, then that doesn't, you know, the, the literally the perfect human and the perfect manager doesn't exist. Yeah, everything's a series of, of accommodations, even at the very, very highest and best level. And if someone is committed to people as people, then it always has struck me as a little difficult to then say, well, one of the problems with Jürgen is that he's too loyal. When, you know, literally part of who, the makeup of who he is is that if people are fully committed to him and his process, then part of how he's got that unbelievable level of commitment is because he's committed back in the opposite direction. And these two things then meet in the middle. So does that mean that there's the possibility that X could become a little bit too loyal in that space? Well, yeah, obviously. Could it be that people are reluctant to leave Liverpool because because they know the opportunity to work with this man will not come around again? You only get one go at this. So does it make it harder for Liverpool to, for instance, lose two players in any given summer because they may well feel, well, you know, Jürgen's fully committed to me. I've spoke to him. There's not the same, and I've made clear to him, I'm fully committed to this process. You know, there's not the same sort of turnover that you might get somewhere else, and I think that maybe you've seen a little bit of that. But you've got, you know, you, you you've got you've got the one who brought you to the dance, and in terms of people who've ever brought us to the dance, you know, certainly, you know, since 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 1981, uh, certainly since I've been, you know, going and all that sort of stuff and giving everything, you know, he's the one who's the most exciting person who's ever done that for us. And he's the one who therefore, you know, we should be as committed to as he is to those players. Those players are to him. The way in which the whole thing works for me, therefore, is, well, it's, it's a virtuous circle. And every now and again, maybe you've got to accept that it won't be a perfect one, but still, we're all in this together or we're not. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, and and just Neil on on the um, I, I just I know we need to we haven't got all day. I'd love to just spend a couple of hours talking <laughs> about this. But uh, what what can we expect in like in the? In, I mean, you've just gave us a bit of a taste of, of episode two. What can we expect in the in the other four? Yeah, so episode two will be out on Monday, and it's going to sort of firstly make clear what Jurgen. So both in terms of culture and tactics. So there's a fair bit of chat around Wolfgang Frank because the impact that Frank had on on Jurgen and the way Jurgen sees the game. Um, and that's going to be coming in episode two. Uh, and within that, then what he what he then took to to Dortmund when he got to Dortmund, and what he then took to Liverpool. And then we're going to look at a couple of big moments slash big games towards the end of the episode in his very early early parts of his tenure at both Dortmund and, and at Liverpool. And it's you know again beautifully sort of unfolds itself, and you get to see that certain both turning point moments, but also learning moments, moments where maybe Klopp learned a thing or two. The clubs in question learned a little bit about Klopp. The players got a real boost from everything that this guy's about, and so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna tell that story in episode two, and then from there in in the third episode that'll be out uh, just before Christmas, between the the end of the World Cup and the start of of, of the league, the the football games coming back, the club games coming back. We're gonna release episode three, and that's gonna tell you the journey aspects, which where it doesn't always go smoothly. Uh, in the early running for Jurgen, you know he has he has obviously massive some some obvious high points, but you know from a Liverpool point of view, for instance, he loses two European finals uh, in there as well, and you know not everything always goes smoothly for him, and how he sort of recovers from that, and what that means, and, and again what that tells us about the nature of the person, and how there's parallels through other bits of his career around that as well, and and his, his sort of his outlooks, and then episode four will be probably the uh, the the most fun one. Because it'll be about all the winning, uh, which you know we're all into, aren't we? And 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 how that happened in all of these these places that he's been. And then the fifth episode's gonna uh, look at his legacy, 
as a as a manager and and and, and as a person again and in the places where he's been and maybe anticipate a little bit of you know the impact he's had on people uh, in there as well not just the idea of legacy of place but the impact he's had on people so that's the the storytelling journey now listen trust me if it decides episode four about it it's now very different and he's just decided that upstairs then don't quote me on that come march <laughs> um you know we as i say we'll we'll we're we're very much just sort of we're not quite flying by the seat of our pants, but we're not far away from it. But that's that's what you can expect. And as I say, in episode two, there's 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 some really there's one very funny story and there's a couple of really cool contributions and, and again learning a thing or two about minds that maybe you didn't really know. Stuff about Dortmund that you knew on the outside a little bit and then sort of reliving some wonderful moments from a Liverpool point of view. That's that's sort of that that's sort of all in there. Boss. And and obviously Christmas is getting closer it seems like it's like it's 18 <laughs> days away just absolute mental um the, the four episodes you just you just detailed there so they'll be on the the anfield wrap uh yeah app, pe- so how people download people download the app it's on, on on the apple store or google play um when you first download it if you haven't downloaded it before you get tokens which you can use uh to to, to spend on watching an episode of the documentary obviously we want people to subscribe not just for the Jurgen stuff but for everything we do you know we're really proud of what we do make you've come and you know been part of it i think christian's observed us do some of it at some point as well and i think you've been in the show and we're proud of what we do and you know we we've got a, a team of 14 mostly young mostly when i say mostly young people what i actually mean is people younger than me uh <laughs> that uh that that all operate out out of here and you know we know that we charge for the content uh but we we think it stands up up against you know anything else uh this being one example of it but also then the game by game stuff so yeah we do want people to subscribe we're not going to be shy about that the first episode going out on youtube we do want to wet appetites uh also it's an opportunity for us to put Erdinger at the front of it as well in a in a public setting and they're happy with that and then two and three will be out on the app uh in in the rest of December, um, and then episodes four and five will be on the app in March, in the international break in March that there is, uh, that no one even knows about yet because we can't even conceive that there'd ever be any more international football after there's been all this. But there is an international break in March, and four and five will be out on that. And as I say, in the meantime, if you do subscribe, you get all of our audio, all of our video as we're going game to game, as the games come back, and as hopefully Liverpool get themselves on the march. Boss. Um, yeah, and like you said, just like with me getting involved and stuff, I really enjoy this. So, yeah, it's nice to see... <laughs> Yeah, stuff like this is just something, like you said, it could be on any platform and it's like, it's just beautifully shot. I'll have to buy a few other pints when I see him next because he's, he's like, <laughs> the, work he's, the work he's putting on, on the user role put in is just absolutely tremendous. And I think to whet the, whet the appetite in the way that you you have and then, yeah, if people want to head over to the to get download the app and, and get the free tokens and whatever, then please do that because, and if you haven't seen the first episode or listen to it, then please do because it's, it, it, is, a, it is genuinely a masterpiece. So get over there. Uh, but Thank you. Neil, we'll leave it there. Thanks very much for, for your time. Um, yeah, um, Neil is, as ever, a, a fountain of knowledge. So if you haven't <laughs> checked out Neil or the Anfield Rap, then do go over and give them a listen because there's loads of boss stuff on there as usual. Um, but yeah, nice one. Please, if you're listening on Spotify or whatever, please leave us a rating or a review. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. Up the Reds. Podcast Network.